people like games. Presents the at some point in the day show with Solo. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the at some point in the day show with me, your host, Solo. It's Wednesday, February 19th. And today, as per usual, I'll be covering a few topics of note from around the industry and then focusing on Faker's recent contract with T1. However, prior to getting into that, let's get these plugs out of the way right quick. The socials, Twitter, Insta, etc. The handle is at people like games. The site, the shop can be found over at people lg.gg and this show you are listening to right meow can be found on all of the usual content suspects spotify apple podcasts youtube etc etc without much further ado let's get into these topics which as of yesterday this little block has an official title which is going to be called no scope given i do not have a sound cue for it just yet going to pick one arbitrarily and for today this feels really not know because it is a big deal. First off, Nintendo, obviously you would assume that I would be discussing them because they have a direct tomorrow folks on Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is their major release for March. However, Super Smash Brothers boss Masahiro Sakurai just wrote in a blog over in Japan that the second season Fighter Pass will be the last for Smash Brothers Ultimate. It would bring the total of characters up to 88 and it does put a little bit of a period on the end of what has been commas as to how long uh, or how many characters would be included in the game. It's been super cool. Very excited still for the reveal and rollout of the next six characters, which will likely take six months to a year. Does open up questions about what is Nintendo's next gen play then? Because it feels like Smash Ultimate 2 is the likely version or likely game for next gen Nintendo console launch. However, purely speculation, but it feels right. So I'm going to say yes until logic has found its way to disprove me but until then to our next story which brings us to Biomutant the game that still exists after a very hyped up reveal in 2017 the game was expected to release in 2019 basically flew under the radar and did not announce a word and just recently popped back out the developers did rather to say that they're still working on it they're still focused and trying to get uh, the best product possible put together. They're aiming to release it in 2020 still, yet they do not have the ability to put a date on when that would specifically be just yet. Looking like it's going to be a next-gen console game. Feels like they were the victims of discovering a whole lot of unknown unknowns in the development process and that snowballed their timeline into what it is now, but good on them for continuing the battle of trying to put it together. I hope it comes out eventually and it's good because better a delayed product that's great than a rush product that's shit but obviously time is no guarantee of quality either now to our next story sony has pulled out of pax east this due to again coronavirus fears and concerns and issues i'm sure they're dealing with a whole lot of production issues related to the parts they're getting out of china for the ps5 as well and so going out to a main stage and showcasing and all the logistical hell that would be isn't the proper plan for now. This also means that The Last of Us 2, which was set to debut its demo at PAX East as well, is not going to be occurring. I think so 
Sony should just release the demo out to all PlayStation users and that would give them a larger boost in marketing than they could have gotten if they'd attended PAX East itself. So here's hoping they do that. But who am I but someone with a good idea? And if you do do that, Sony, I got plenty of ideas and you got plenty of money. That sounds like a marriage. Anywho, let's close this out with Twitch in the news for once as of late for a good reason. This being they're unveiling a new feature, a stats tracker, which will allow viewers to see the scoreboard, summoner summary, build summary, match history, and more for their favorite League of Legends streamers. That will be unveiled and released on February 20th, two days prior to the release of Clash, a new League of Legends game mode that they've been working on for years. It was set to release in 2018. Now we're in 2020. It's coming out. It's like a group tournament mode. going to be pretty crazy. We'll give more details on it. Don't play League of Legends too much or enough to be able to properly note it, but I'm going to get back into it because Riot's just doing everything right. It's the biggest esport in the world and familiarity uh, is important if you're going to be trying to cover or talk about something like this, which I don't have too much info on for now, but stay tuned as Solo becomes a lawler. Anywho, speaking of the League Faker, considered the greatest player of all time in the sport recently re-signed with this team t1 for three years the max allowed by riot games specifically the reason i mention that is because it includes an ownership percentage that's similar to the deal that soren Bjerg, known as bjergsen acquired from tsm during his contract negotiations with the organization last year his deal with them runs through 2021 same three-year max and it's looking like league of legends is setting a very very good precedent in and Riot Games, I guess we Riot Games should be the company to mention here and the way that they're operating this is worth mentioning that they're setting a great precedent by rewarding these players with this because as much as the teams are big, the individuals and the personalities as with all sports as the NBA make the sport and the league regardless of how much people love the league. And so when you have players that are very much married to a team and a team's identity as the case with him, as the case with Faker, seeing them or as they say Tom Brady in football to see them somewhere else becomes a bit odd but now you include an ownership percentage and then you have a different conversation and so I say that because I think this is a type of deal that professional sports leagues should now start looking at if you're a small market team to the stars that you're trying to sign because I know it sounds a bit ludicrous because of the you could say the the percentage difference or the dollar amount difference, whatever the fuck you want to say. But to a certain degree, it feels arguably fair to say that if a certain individual is worth that much to an organization, keeping them on by giving them a vested interest in that organization is the best. That also gives you a solid piece upon which to build your team and future and culture and foundation outside of the game itself and in the areas surrounding the game itself. But anyhow, that's all we got slow news day nothing major remember february 28th we got the event come through it'll be dope going to be back tomorrow heads up march 1st the first official game stream with your boy playing zombies ate my neighbors come through i'll be giving that twitch name out as well and as always thank you for listening Bean.